Cynic Empowerment. Last time on Cynic Empowerment. I'm gonna die any second. Oh look, it's a hamburger. I'm gonna go and eat that dog. You know it's real. I know it's real. Well, I guess I'm gonna rub my kid against some shitty sick kid now. It's a T-bone steak that you can play catch with and that will love you no matter what. Welcome everyone. This is Cynic Empowerment. My name is Jimmy Horn. And I'm Schmimmy Tarpenter. <laughs> God damn it. Gotcha. Because the previous episodes, Jimmy's been fucking up his name, and I thought it was my turn. <laughs> well, <laughs> that's convenient because I thought we were going to leave that bit behind, but why the fuck no, not? Let's keep it no, going. No, I'm bringing it back. I, I'm messing up my name because uh, that's not my real name. Welcome, everybody, to Cynic Empowerment. We are so glad to have you tonight. This is excellent. So uh, instead of recording on uh, Sunday morning like we usually do, we're recording late in the evening. So Jimmy and I are already uh, blackout drunk. Yeah. Uh, we're ready to give you guys the down low on some real sad shit because that's what we do here. But we're not going to leave you hanging. Uh, we are going to try to give you a little bit of an upside, a silver lining if you will, uh, to all of these sad, sad situations that uh, plague humanity. You see, that's what we're here for. Because, mm -hmm. you know, like the normal news, like what do they do? They just tell you what's happening, put their own spin on it, and then put it in your fucking lap and leave you with it. They, it never like resolves or gives you anything to be like, well, let's consider this. It's just like, you, you like this, this shit sandwich? Oh, here you go. <laughs> how about you fucking eat it and while you're at it you might as well tell me how it tastes because actually fuck that they don't want to know how they, they they don't even care they're just like we're just going to continually feed it to you and you're yep. going to continually eat it and as long as you're eating it at cost that's what matters to them exactly so fuck them uh well despite the fact that they're definitely giving us most of the information that we're going to tell you about today so don't fuck them that much we want to tell you about these important things and I think that this story in particular is quite deserving because Halloween is right around the corner. Ooh. Was that a ghost? That was a ghost. <laughs> was like, spooky ghost. I don't have a, I don't have a soundboard, so I'm the soundboard tonight. <laughs> We're all winging it here, folks. We're the most organic podcast you're ever going to listen to. We do all our own noises. We're also fair trade. And... <laughs> That's right. Purely organic. <laughs> Oh man! Unlike candy corn, uh, this am I right? Am I right? Got him! I got the candy corn as if it hasn't already been scapegoated enough. Poor candy corn, man! I don't even mind candy corn all that much, to be honest. Fuck you! <laughs> <laughs> it's like uh, it is kind of like a war crime, though. Anyways, uh, this particular story comes to us from uh, a, a CNN news story. That's the that's the story that you gave me, Jimmy. Yeah, so it's from CNN. What part of America is it from? I don't even think it says. I think that, yeah, it does. That, it's Galleon, yes. Ohio. Oh well, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, it does. And so what happened 
is somebody already went trick-or-treating because we were recording at, uh, on the 30th of October. And the yep. story came out earlier today and I was reading it and I was like, well, what a convenient story to bring up for Cynic Empowerment because it deals with Halloween. So apparently some kid got some Halloween candy and then he started like wigging out and they're like, oh God, our kid's been poisoned. But the kid hadn't eaten any of the candy yet. All he had done is put one of those stupid fake teeth things in his face, you know, like the ones with like the gnarly teeth that you put in and you can act like you have nasty zombie teeth or whatever. You know what I'm talking about, right? Oh yeah, I, I totally know. They they are like plastic. They uh they're like kind of on a hinge. Yeah. And you kind of put them over your real teeth to make you look like one of the mythical creatures that sucks blood because that's that's what you want to pretend to be. Right. Exactly. And so what happens, kid was acting weird, like, oh, God, oh, geez, what happened to our kid? So they take it, take the kiddo to a hospital uh, and uh, they tested the 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 rubber teeth majigger and they found that it tested positive for meth. And so <laughs> this poor, like, they five said, year old uh, boy at the hospital said you, you could tell at the hospital that he was real high from whatever he ingested. He was really wired and kind of aggressive and had different mood swings. When we came home, he was real tired. He was coming down from it. So I want to know, what does a little boy look like right. when he's kind of aggressive and had mood swings? Like every little boy that's ever existed? He's five. Yeah. He's, exactly. So he's, he's acting five. like a five-year-old? So he probably looked exactly like a five-year-old. How do they know? Well, at the same time, like, I think you can prescribe children as young as five with Adderall for attention deficit disorder, which is essentially, from a chemical standpoint, exactly the same as meth. So he probably just acted like a kid on some attention deficit disorder medicine. Whoa. I mean, I guess, like, maybe. Oh, kind of aggressive. I mean, I don't know why that's sticking out to me. I don't know, like, a... Like some kind of standoffish kid. He's like standing in a corner. He's got his arms crossed. You know, they're like, hey, hey, little buddy, like, come over and come over here and eat some of your candy. He's like, you know, you just got you guys can just fuck. You can fuck off. You know, yeah. I don't even care. I don't even care about that candy. You know, I, don't, yeah. I, don't even, I don't even care. I don't even care about that candy. He was like, whoa, man, like you're getting way worked up. Why don't you take those Dracula teeth out of your mouth? Yeah. <laughs> How about you try to take them out of my mouth, bite your fucking fingers off? Yeah. I'm fucking biting your fingers off. I'm fucking biting your fingers Yeah, these fucking Dracula accessories, man. Fucking inject them off some horse tranquilizer. Yeah, take it easy. Maybe that would have been a little bit better. <laughs> These kids, you never know what your kids are going to get on Halloween. Isn't this one of like the perpetual dangers of yeah. going trick or treating? Your kid's going to get poisoned or have like a, a razor blade and apple or something. It, it's true, but the but but you've never been warned like your kid's going to get high off meth for Halloween. Like, what okay, okay because you got to think of the situation of like whoever per- perpetuated like this crime, whoever, whoever's the culprit is, right? It had to be someone that readily had meth on hand but was somehow like not so much of a junkie that they weren't like ready to stab somebody for taking the meth had like so much meth on hand that they're just like oh what the fuck am i gonna do with all this meth oh i know (laughs) (laughs) i'm gonna put it in these like rubber teeth and some unsuspecting child 
is going to get high off of it. Like it just doesn't like the it doesn't make any sense to me. Like if it like like it'd be really fucked up if someone put like rat poisoning, which I think is one of the things like people claim like, oh, they put rat poison in candy. Like it's like okay, some malicious person is trying to kill children. Like it's fucked up. I don't like it. It's awful. But it like there's some kind of logic to it. It's like okay, this person has some kind of like antisocial behavior and it's expressing itself by poisoning children by giving them poison candy. But like what kind of human being is like, I'm going to get some kids high on some meth and I'm not going to know who I am. And I'm not going to be able to sell them more meth. Cause I'm a meth dealer. Like, like I can't think of like a, a personality or persona that would benefit off of getting small children high off of meth. Like where the kicks in? Are they just like laughing right now? Like they read the news story? Like that was me? Ha <laughs> ha! Yeah, they left the doorstep. They were just like, I fucking got him. <laughs> got him. <laughs> this is funny. Like, like I don't know. This is so funny. <laughs> it just doesn't make any fucking sense. So uh, yeah, you're not even enjoying that. Like some dumbass. Hey, you know what? On the flip side, maybe. <laughs> Maybe there were a couple of meth addicts, right? right? And uh they you know, they still wanted to reach back into that day old tradition where they could still take part in holidays without being high and addicted as fuck. Oh, so yeah. they tried to do the whole Halloween thing <laughs> and then they were like, Oh shit, our Yanny got all mixed in with our fucking drugs, man. Uh, <laughs> it's just like it's like Paul like the bag of like Snickers and shit, and there's just like meth cake to all the rappers. It's like yeah. fuck. It's like, Not I mean, again. Well, what are we going to do? You know, might as well just give it to the kiddos. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's a, is there a silver lining to this one? The silver lining? <laughs> There's silver lining. It's always hard. I'm, I'm, I'm working on it. I'm thinking of it. For those of you that are listening for the first time, we always try to find a silver lining to all these sad situations because we don't want to leave you guys hanging. You know, we want to give you guys a springboard so that you can get through these sad topics just like Jimmy and I have. Ha! Exactly. Right? <laughs> okay, so I'll take a stab at it here. Yeah, please. We got uh, we got a silver lion, five year old boy tested positive for meth after eating chocolatey goodness. No, not even eating chocolatey goodness. Just putting some rubber teeth in his mouth. He ate zero of the candies before experiencing the effects. Boom. Okay, so that's pretty easy. You guys know about uh, what was her name? Stephanie Meyer. Is that is that what her name is? That's a name. I don't. You know that name? Is it the, I, is I, is that the the author that did uh, um, Twilight? Sounds good to me. Uh, so Stephanie Meyer wrote this book, <clears throat> uh, Twilight, New Moon, the uh, that that particular series. It okay. became a, uh, a very prolific fa- franchise, <clears throat> and it was all based on the principle that vampires were all sexy as fuck, right? So I think that we've realized through this particular circumstance that vampires are not okay. sexy as fuck, and that uh, coating the vampire teeth with methamphetamine is really the only way that you could possibly make vampires interesting again because she fucking killed it. That's all I got. Yes. Don't let kids put foreign substances in their mouth. Like, vampire teeth from strangers especially. Yeah, I mean, I guess, like, if I'm going to try to do... Like, on a serious note, uh, Silver Lining, I, I guess maybe the story will make other parents more fucking paranoid and maybe they'll uh, inspect their children's candy better. Or maybe that kid had a great ass fucking time and this story is getting blown out of proportion. I don't fucking know. 
Yeah, maybe it's like, you know what? Meth ain't that big a deal. Yeah. <laughs> you just yeah, let your kids have fun. <laughs> he, yeah, he kid had some meth. He's fine. We, we already prescribed meth to children in, in the form of Adderall. I, uh, the silver lining here is it wasn't poison. Uh, the kid didn't die. The kid's fine. Honestly, I'm not that sad from it. Just addicted to meth now. Which is, you know, whatever. Fuck it. Could be worse. Kids, kids are Could already addicted worse. to sugar. Like, why not add another thing to it? That's Yeah, it's not really going to do that much. But uh, still, it sucks that the kid found something in their vampire teeth that they didn't expect it yeah. to be. Just like Jim McCants, who took some green tea capsules. Oh, no. You know, Jim yeah. McCants. So... There was this guy, moving on to the next story here, that took a food supplement, in particular green tea capsules, in order to kind of round out his his perfect diet, his idea of what a healthy lifestyle should look like, including diet and supplements and so on and so yeah. forth, and ends up the guy experiences liver failure as a result. <laughs> it sounds too too insane to be true but yeah so this this individual like apparently it's really sad his dad died of like a heart attack at 53 and he's like in his early mid 40s now and he's like okay you know like i'm not the most healthy individual there's definitely changes in my life i could make to make sure that i don't suffer from the same fate my father suffered from so he like he starts dieting and exercising more and you know any little thing he can do to try to give him an edge he's doing and he reads all these great reviews online about green tea supplements and you know like green tea has been drank by the chinese why do we talk about the chinese every episode what why why i just said probably because they're like half of the world yeah yeah, that makes sense so like so you know the chinese drink green tea often and like they had health benefits and you know this john jim whatever mccants dude he jim mccants he you know he doesn't have time to like brew some ancient artisan green tea every day and drink it so he's like fuck it i won't do that i can buy like a bottle of green tea supplements for 15 dollars from I don't know, the vitamin fucking shop or online or whatever the fuck. And I'll take a couple of these vitamins every now and then and everything will be all hunky-dory. Wrong. Wrong. For sure wrong. Like, go look up pictures of this dude. He is yellow. Yeah. Like, his liver failed. It it was was really shitty. And he didn't drink. Like, okay, so (laughs) for those of you out there that are doubting this guy right now, and they're like, oh, well, he's probably a heavy drinker. He probably smoked a lot. He probably did a lot of things in his youth to... Uh, causes liver to fail but no in fact like the only thing that they could draw conclusions to was the fact that he was taking these dietary supplements yeah so i mean that that totally is yeah he said that he drank maybe a glass of wine a year and maybe a six-pack a year like total right like that's it that was his entire alcohol consumption over entire year and he wasn't taking any prescription drugs so like there wasn't really anything else for him to for for it to cause that yeah it's just it was just these green tea pills uh which is i mean absolutely terrible you, you think that green tea especially like i mean granted uh tea just like uh well tea which contains caffeine is going to be a diuretic right so it's going to do some work on your kidneys your liver is going to take a little bit of work in order to get your body back to par right right 
you don't expect it to just knock it right the fuck well, out. And it's right? also like in this pill form. And so my girlfriend who happens to work in the healthcare field brought up the point to me that no supplements are under any sort of regulation from the FDA. So like literally there is absolutely yep. no overhead on any of your, you know, vitamins or any kind of supplemental thing that you get at the grocery store or otherwhere, there is no overhead, no test done on it, nothing to make sure that it's safe for human consumptions. You literally could be getting just about anything. Like, yeah. not to freak people out, but the, yeah, it, you can't just, you know, shove things into your body and, and expect it all to. <laughs> Got him. Got him. Yeah, you can't just shove anything into your body. Hey, you. Uh, yeah, and you know who I'm talking yeah, to. Yeah, you listener. You, you look over to your, your bedside table. You see all those bottles? Yeah, pick one of them up. Yeah, the one that's a supplement. You know the one I'm talking about. Look on the back. You see how it says not FDA approved down at the bottom? There's a little errata there. Yeah, that's on most of them. Exactly. They, it's just it, they're, they're not they, – they haven't gone through the process. There's no real way to do it. And in fact, a lot of these are not even real. Like you're getting like uh, the equivalent of sugar pills for your supplements. And uh, for the rest of them, who, God knows. Like what if you're getting one of these like liver failing green tea pill things? I mean, hey, Jim McCants is, is uh, suing right now to try to get uh, these regulations tightened up a bit. And let's hope that he does. But until then, beware of what you're putting into your body. Do your research. Yeah. Right? Yeah, absolutely. Anytime you ever take you know, something that you've never had before, uh, it's always good to do some research uh, and make sure that you, you, know what, you know what you're putting in there. Because, you know, at the end of the day, you only get one body. So yep. best not to take too many risks. Unless well, unless you're in college, in which case, you know, go fucking ham. That's right. <laughs> Do uh, all the things. But don't accrue a giant amount of student debt. But before we get to that, uh, what's the silver lining to uh, food supplements? Hopefully this story will bring more awareness that, once again, supplements aren't uh, reviewed by the FDA. And so people should be more wary of putting their body. And as you just said, I didn't realize this, you know, maybe the lawsuits that Jim McCants is putting against these companies will tighten up some of the regulations. So that way people can't just pilfer, get rich off of, you know, liver failing fucking green tea pills. That's right. Yeah, let's let's hope that that brings a little more attention to the fact that the FDA is watching over uh, the uh, public like we would expect them to. They should focus a little bit more on doing their fucking job. Um, but uh, if you want to circumvent that entirely, do a little bit of experimentation, uh, go to college and accrue a massive amount of debt in doing so, then perhaps you're going to need to avoid the debt someday, maybe by running off to India. Sounds good to me. Something like Let's that. Let's do it, Tim. Let's, let's get out here. Well, we don't need to do that, man. We don't have debt from the college we went to. Yeah, you're right. That sounds fun. But for the for the people that do, where could they go? They can go to a ton of different places. So apparently there was a recent news story where a bunch of college students from the United States had accrued debt 
And a lot, apparently a lot of these college students that were uh, a part of this news story uh, left college right around when the, uh, the recession happened and the economy collapsed. And so when they left college, they were basically in the giant asshole that was the economy at the time. And basically there were not a lot of jobs to be had. And the jobs that were to be had paid garbage for the skills that they had accrued through college. And so while a lot of these individuals, I think the one that was uh, followed most closely in the story had like $20,000 worth of debt or less, which is a lot less than a lot of people uh, suffering Mm -hmm. from student debt uh, with the jobs that he was able to get with his degree. It was just unfathomable to him to ever be able to uh, depreciate that uh, total loan amount. Because I think it was like a $300 a month uh, just thing every month just trying to like pay off that loan on top of all of his other bills. And so he's like, you know what? I could either A, stay here and, you know, be living hand to mouth trying to pay off these student loan bills with these shitty jobs I don't even want to have. Or I could go to fucking India and go live in the goddamn jungle like a goddamn king with the monkeys and eat coconuts and be king of the fucking jungle fucking jungle book style (laughs) just make friends with all the bears and other bullshits out there yep that's pretty much what you do in india right you just you just live on the bare necessities exactly the uh bare necessities don't worry about your your troubles is that a goddamn candy wrapper or your strife can't hide it from me i can hear it stop playing with it it's fucking it's hell hallows eve man i know I got to eat the candy before the kids get to it. it. How could you hear my candy wrapper? It's called you have a microphone. Candy wrappers are the loudest thing ever known to anyone that's ever been into a movie theater before. Fuck you. Stop it. You're taunting me now. It's so delicious. This one in particular is a Milky Way. Oh, do tell. For anyone that's interested, um, well, you know, it's, it's like it's like phone sex, but for fatties. God damn it. Um, it's just like call some 1-800 number. Be like, oh, yeah, you hear that? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I got you. Oh, yeah. They go, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, oh, tell me what it is. What is it? Uh, no, I want you to guess, baby. Uh, I want you to guess what kind of candy it is. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> And then they just be like, um, that's a milky way. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking got it. That's impressive. That's impressive. How did you know? Well, you see. God damn it. I don't even know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, milky way wrappers are slightly thinner, you bastard. I don't know. Something like that. Anyways, so these people are running away to other countries because they recognize that debt collectors can't follow them. They they wield less power, so there's no way that they can exactly. enforce the fact that they have they still have debt. So this dude like, named Chad, his name's Chad Hag Hog Hag, would be yeah, he's a fucking Chad. Like you look at him, he looks like a fucking Chad. He uh, yeah, he's a Chad. Yeah, he's a fucking Chad. Like you just look at him, like yeah, that's a fucking Chad. Uh, anyways, nice. he can live in his fun little concrete house in the village of Uchik. Uchikata, 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 I'm going to say it's Uchikata, for $50 a month, 
which I don't know about you, uh, $15 a month from where I'm standing looks pretty fucking good. Now, I don't know what this dude can do for money in India. I don't think he speaks any of the native languages or has any, like, skills that would be useful in the jungles of India, like cutting coconuts or wrangling snakes or building wells or whatever, but, you know... (laughs) You got him. That's a trifecta. That's a trifecta. That that's what built the the Indian jungle economy. Uh, so he doesn't have any yep. of those. I don't know. Maybe he's teaching English. I feel like that's what I would do. I'd be like, <laughs> can I teach English? You need people that speak English here, right? That's all I know. You took over the world. That's like the only valuable skill I have. So yeah. So yeah. He had twenty thousand dollars debt. Now he's just hanging out there, just living. Uh, oh man. So. In this particular article, and I assume I'm reading the same one because you you gave it to me, Chad Albright, and I quote, in red caps that has been like separated for the remainder of the article, mid-sentence, I lost faith in my country. (laughs) Yeah, right? (laughs) Isn't that dramatic? I lost faith in my country, so I ran away from my... Oh, you know. Oh, he's in Ukraine. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. Like Ukraine's like some fucking oasis for like humanitarianism and everything else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's, he's uh, one of the major cities. Yeah, yeah. Fucking Ukraine. Yeah. That's where all the people that hate human rights abuses and want to live in a free society go is Ukraine. I wouldn't mind going to Ukraine. They seem like pretty nice people. Yeah. I, I don't know. Like, I, I don't know many Ukrainians. I've only interacted with a few of them, but they all seem pretty awesome. I I mean, I'm sure they're nice. I'm sure they're good people. I don't want to malign the Ukraine people, but I mean, with the, I don't know, a civil war is like the proper term for what was going on around there 2014. Nah, not a civil war. Definitely not a civil war. You're talking about when uh, Russia annexed the Crimean Peninsula. Yeah, and there was a lot of like pro-Russian people and anti-Russian and just a lot of shitty shit going on and carpet well, and bombings. The, ma- and- the majority of them were anti-Russian, at sure. least from my understanding, because the people who who were in the the Crimean Peninsula, there was a there was a a population in that particular area that was still pro Soviet Union. Okay. Because that was that was part of the Soviet Union prior to the collapse in nineteen ninety one. So there were still some people that like still held on whatever. We're getting off track. Uh that's not necessarily important. We will do uh if you guys are interested in that particular topic, please let us know and we can go into greater detail in a further episode. So yeah. You guys let us know it makes you sad. All I'm trying to say that if your like whole reason for <laughs> ignoring your debts and going to another country to te- teach English for a living is you lost faith in your country. Like don't get me wrong. Like there's plenty of things that I wish were better about the United States of America, but I just like don't know if that's like <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Well, speaking of that, I, I've been hanging out with a lot of libertarians lately, and libertarians are kind of weird. Like, I respect them on one hand, or on the other hand, I think they're fucking jack shit insane. Like, I don't know. Like, I pro- probably because they agree with me on about half of my political standing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly, about half. <laughs> really? So, like, you know, like the economy, so right? Like, <laughs> uh, yeah, not that part. <laughs> Uh, but 
they're all about this idea. And it's almost like you can designate who amongst the group is libertarian by uttering the phrase taxation is theft. Oh, yeah. Have you heard <laughs> yeah, I've, I've heard that a lot. Yeah. Taxation is theft. Uh, so I think that I lost faith in my country is similar. Like, yeah, you might be unhappy with your country in some sense, but is it really justified? Or are you really placing your hatred in the right area? Yeah. Like you lost faith in your country, but you owe debt to a particular organization and in all likelihood a private company within that country that has found a way to profit based on the fact that you require an education in order to get a job that you are pursuing. Right. It seems like he's painting with like a like a broad brush. He's just like, you know what? I, I, I like this one aspect of my country is super fucked. So, you know, what? I hate the entire thing. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Like I, I, I want to make something, you know, I want to paint with a broad brush in order to kind of bring attention to the subject in a little bit more dramatic way. So maybe these things change. Uh, hell, like it would be fantastic if the United States suddenly got on the bandwagon where they were paying off student debt for uh, individuals seeking higher education in order to encourage such a thing. Wouldn't that be something? I mean, yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I, that would be something. Would you go back to school? Would I go back to school? No, I hate school. I mean, unless, like, I was being paid so much, like, my living expenses were taken care of, so, like, basically my job was school, yes. But if my school was paid for and I still had to work to pay for my living expenses, like, I, I can't imagine working and going to school like i know lots of people do it lots of people pull themselves up by the bootstrap get that higher education yeah. while working and you know uh to achieve some kind of goal for their life but like i can barely work eight hours a day like i am like that is like i think my maximum like i right when that eight hours kicks in i'm just like all right time for me to become a complete and utter lard ass and i think a lot of people feel the same way uh so other lard asses out there, please tell me that I'm not a complete piece of shit for saying that I wouldn't take advantage of higher education uh, if I had to also work while trying to obtain it. Well, working eight hours a day is, I, I don't know, I, I think a lot of people would probably be okay with those circumstances, but nobody would want to work seven days a week. Uh, and yet a lot of these people are having to do so in order to pay off their student debts. Uh, not to mention that like their astronomical fees, like they're not going to be able to pay them off in any relatable time frame. Like there, it's going to be, you know, many, many, many years, decades before they're able to pay off the full amount. I mean, like maybe not the first gentleman that we discussed that only had $20,000, but there are many people in this nation that in the United States that owe well over a hundred thousand dollars in student loan debt. And it's, it's ridiculous. It's gross. And if I had that much, maybe I too would run away to the jungles of India to try to restart my life. So Tim, what is the silver lining here? What's the silver lining of running away from your student debt? Yeah, I guess. Or oh, living in a okay. society. This one's easy uh, to show you that from, from any standpoint, you can find solutions to your problems, and it might not necessarily be, um, you know, in the way that is legal. 
But and not that I'm advocating for you to run away from your debt. I don't want anybody hunting me down saying that I'm advocating for people to run away from their debt. But you can. <laughs> <laughs> it's an option. It you you it, there is an option there. So I, I guess it's just to like the to put into perspective the fact that debt, as crushing as it may seem, is still just symbolic. You can. You can quite literally just walk away from it, just like leave the country and it kind of just goes away. Like, granted, you're going to be a uh, you're going to be a criminal in this country. You might not be able to come back without having to pay it off or go to jail or what have you. But eh, eh. yeah, as long as you're okay with that. Yeah. As long as you're okay with that, like that's literally all you need to do. So it shows you that uh, if you're resourceful. You can take care of your debt in a lot of ways. Yeah, and if your selfish family tries to, I don't know, pressure you or guilt you into staying because they'll be sad if you're gone living (laughs) your idyllic life in the jungles of India with your newfound lover, you know what? Just remind them that they're selfish and that maybe if they loved you more and had saved up for your college education, you would have stayed in America. Damn straight, Jimmy. And you know what? Family pressures us to do a lot of weird things. Sometimes that involves dressing up as Hitler. You know what I mean? Oh, my God. You like that Not segue? Not my family. Yeah. That's a, that's a fucked up segue. That's what I got. So uh, I'm good. not too proud of the fact that this next story involves some folks from Kentucky. Why do we keep talking about Kentucky? This is just like the this is the Kentucky China podcast. We're talking always talking about the Chinese and their love of dog meat, and then talking <laughs> about Kentucky. Pretty much, their... those are our two favorite places. Everybody, uh, we should just rename our podcast the Kentucky China Show. <laughs> Kentucky China. Uh, Kentucky. Kentucky uh, Kong, Kong Pao Fried Kentucky. God, I don't know. Hell yeah. Everybody loves fried chicken. I think you could use that for both, actually. Uh, so Bryant Goldbach is the guy that we're talking about in this particular uh, story. Uh, yeah. He wore uh, a, a rather pointed Halloween costume. <laughs> uh, it seems like you're going to go off like a Ku Klux Klan joke with that because you pointed. Pointed? Pointed? Uh, well, in that case, uh, uh, I I don't know. It was, it was a fucking Nazi. He dressed up like a Nazi. Okay. Yeah, there's no way to cover it up. Yeah, I'm not going to try to make any like allusions to it. He dressed up like a Nazi, and he dressed his five-year-old little boy up as Hitler. Okay? Not we, not, not okay. <laughs> not okay. <laughs> not Very okay. not okay. Oh, man. Uh, and he's trying to justify it. Like, uh, let's see. Where is this? This is in Owensboro. Oh, my gosh. Uh, about a hundred miles southwest of Louisville. Okay, it's about this is about where we're at. Okay, um, yeah. And Jimmy lives in Louisville, so go find him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is directly my fault. Yeah, it's where <laughs> I am to blame because it's for living here. Yeah, uh, a lot of people were rather condemning of the fact that his son was dressed up as Hitler. Uh, now, hmm, this is kind of an awkward circumstance. As people that find themselves at a Halloween party, of course, they're granted to have opinions uh, and they're going to say a lot of things. You know, maybe they'll be like, yeah, your your costume doesn't really make sense or uh, your costume is slutty. Uh, and maybe they're allowed to say those things. Maybe it's inappropriate. Uh, but making fun of a child 
as they are happily dressed as a historical figure. I don't know if, like, that's, if that's right. Uh, <laughs> I, it's just, I, oh God. Like, I wish we like lived in some like perfect world where we could like take things and like, like where, where there wasn't like anything bad happening where like, where on Halloween you could literally like dress up as anything without having to worry about offending people. But it's just unfortunate that we're like living at a turbulent time right now where people and justly so might get offended if you dress up as certain things due to certain things happening in the climate of America. And like, maybe that's not fair. You're saying certain things a lot. Things. I'm saying certain things, things that are certainly happening. They're they're very specific. God damn it. Yeah. Pittsburgh. Okay. Like, yeah. Like, like Pittsburgh and, and other, and other anti-Semitic things happening in America, uh, with like the alt-right movement and like part of their whole pantheon is the concept of white genocide and, and believing that Jewish people are behind it. Like it's because of these specific certain things that you should probably like lay off the the dressing up your five year old child as like Hitler for a little while, you know. Let let the the climate cool off like forever. <laughs> you know, like never, like never ever fucking. Okay, do that. I'm gonna play devil's advocate there. <laughs> okay, okay. I'm, I'm, I know I'm probably I, I, if I get flame blasted, flame blasted, flame blasted. I don't know what the word is. You're going to get flambasted. You're going to get flambasted here in a second. I, I think there are probably, like, very specific instances where dressing up as Hitler theoretically could be okay. Very specific instances. And I have my hands up showing well, you how specific the instances are. Very specific. You can't see them. World War II reenactment. So, right. But I'm thinking of, like, even specifically Halloween. Instances where I think theoretically... What? Theoretically, like, let's say you were having a Halloween party and the theme was, like, horrible fucking people, right? Where you have people, like, dressed up as, like, Stalin, <laughs> right? And dressed up as, like, you know, yeah. theoretically Hitler and, like, uh, Rasputin, Actually, right? you would probably, like, look around and just be, like, uh, like everybody would be coming in the door and, you know, the host would be greeting people and you'd be dressed as Hitler and you came in the door and they'd be like, oh, well, you're the 10th Hitler we have. You know, like, everybody fucking dresses Hitler. This might as well be a Hitler party. Like, I think... I bet that would be a fun time. Like, and so, like, I think that could be, like, a theoretical instance. Because, like, I mean, I like the idea of, like, Halloween where, like, if you want to dress up as something and you have, like, a justified reason behind it, you should be able to, like, to dress up as it. Like, a white kid should be able to dress up like a ninja, even though traditionally ninjas are, like, you know, from uh, Japan. You know... Right. And like would theoretically be ethnically tied to like Japanese people. I think if some random black kid or white kid or Mexican kid or any other non-Japanese kid want to dress by the ninja, like that's fine. Obviously, that's totally different from Hitler. This is like I've never seen a ninja's face, so I wouldn't. Well, there you go. But I'm just like there's just a lot of people that get upset around Halloween about like disparaging like ethnic minorities, justifiedly so, you know. And I, but I think intense, important, but at the same time, in this specific instance of dressing up a five-year-old kid who doesn't know what the fuck Hitler is, he doesn't know what a Hitler is, right? It's pretty fucked up to dress yeah. up your kid as, like, Hitler, as it would be equally fucked up to dress your kid up as, like, I don't know, Saddam Hussein, or, like, to dress your kid up as, like, a Ku Klux Klan member. Like, he doesn't have a concept for any of these things. He didn't probably want to be dressed up as Hitler. His dad probably just thought it'd be funny. 
idea for some fucking reason. God knows why. I don't know. Uh, so, yeah, it's obviously very upsetting for good reason. Yeah, I, I think it's totally justified. But these people who are ragging on the kid in particular doesn't, doesn't really make yeah, a whole sense. Yeah, no, like, rag on the dad. Yeah, the, the, the dad is certainly at fault Just because here. the kid's dressed up as, like, the arch villain doesn't mean he's, like, the mastermind behind the whole thing. Like, the kid didn't just, yeah. like, wake up one day and be like, Daddy, Daddy, I want to, I want to be Hitler. Like, he's like, all right, I guess I have to do it. Yeah, and the parents just like, you know what? I love you so I much. I love you so much. I'm going to dress up as a Nazi <laughs> for you. Yeah. You know? This is all your idea. What a great parent. Yeah. God damn it. That, that's what I do like, for my kid. No, if your kid asks you if he wants to be dress up as Hitler, you need to just punt that fucking demon child. Yeah. <laughs> just be like, how about you get off your little anti-Semitic craze there? Like, we're we're going to go to church a little bit. We're going to church. We're we're gonna we're gonna go do something we're gonna go do something that doesn't involve you being a hateful little son of a bitch. Keep, keep, <laughs> and, uh, keep the brown suit on for church, but take off the fake mustache. Yeah, that's right. You, you yeah, you're too young for mustaches. God. Oh man. <sighs> yep. And talk about bad timing. This was yeah. two days before the Pennsylvania. Yeah, it's it's super unfortunate. Uh, very sad. Very bad. Yep, tries to this guy tries to justify his motives. It's it's absolutely terrible. He he did apologize, but I don't know if that really justifies it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How about a silver lining for this guy? Do we have one? <laughs> for all the other suburban white dads that were going to dress up their children as Hitler for Halloween, because of the flack that this guy received, maybe they'll think otherwise. <laughs> Maybe maybe they will. Yeah, maybe it'll cause them to second guess. They'll be like, oh, wait. Uh, maybe people will get upset. Now, and people did get upset. This guy was not harmed. His child was not harmed. I think this goes to show just how free we actually are in this nation, that you can dress up like someone who – or better yet, you can dress up like a group of people and dress your son up as a person who – uh, spearheaded uh, these political campaigns against millions of people that ended in their death and still escape unscathed, relatively. I mean, like, granted, this guy's reputation is marred. You know, I I know his fucking name now. Right. And if I ever saw his face, I'd probably be like, mm, yeah, you're kind of a bastard. Like, you should probably rethink your life a little bit. But okay. all in all, like, it shows what all you can actually do. Like, the freedom of speech is alive and well, right? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, you're right. That's because that's how freedom of speech works, right? Like you're you're allowed to say or do whatever you want, but you also everyone else is also allowed to say and do whatever they want in response to what you say and do. So just be mindful right. of it. Yep, there's uh, consequences for your really really bad decisions. <laughs> okay. Well, I think that about brings us to the time. Uh, Jimmy, you want to talk about? Why you're sad? Yeah, I'm sad because I'm a fucking disgusting caveman, and I was eating chicken at my computer desk last night <laughs> because <laughs> I was trying to kill two birds with one stone, which was eat dinner and play video games. <laughs> <laughs> and now it's all greasy. And my keyboard's all greasy. No, my keyboard's fine. I managed that fairly well, but I spilled like a shit ton of like chicken grease all over my pants. And, <laughs> and I was running late for work this morning, and I was like, oh, fuck, what am I going to wear? I have all my pants in the laundry. So the only pair of pants I had that weren't in the laundry were my chicken 
stained grease pants oh. that I spilled <laughs> grease right on my lap. So I wore like these nasty ass fucking greasy <laughs> chicken pants all day, smelling like chicken. It's like, and I'm still wearing them. I didn't even take them off when I got home. Oh, Jimmy, I'm not wearing any pants right now, man. I'm still wearing them. I'm just a disgusting, sad human being just screaming into my microphone about tiny Hitlers and meth candy with my chicken pants. It's your greasy-ass chicken pants, man. That's pretty gross. Well, uh, I'm pretty sad about the fact that I've been eating an abnormal amount of candy lately. Oh, fuck yourself. Yep, I'm gonna, yeah, seriously, like, it's pretty gross. Like, how much? Uh, also, like, I'm I'm getting injured. Like, my, like, I know I complained last week about, uh, like, the, the fragility of the human body, but, man, I'm feeling it. Like, my joints are going out. What kind of injuries did you take? Oh, like, for... My, my knee's bothering me, my shoulder's bothering me, like, this is, my eyebrows are sore. Oh, man, this is bad. Did you take another brick to the face? No bricks this time, um, but definitely some some heavy motherfuckers. So, uh, you know, it's just just wearing me by, out, man. By the, I'm tired. by the end of this podcast, like if it keeps going the way we're going with like silver linings, it's gonna be like, yeah, I'm in a wheelchair now. I uh, yeah, I'm dead. <laughs> I'm dying. dying. Like I I have a terminal illness and I'm on my way out. Uh, that's something to be sad about. Maybe, yeah, maybe then we'll actually have something to legitimately be sad about. Wah, wah, wah. I'm okay. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. I'm fine. Everything's great. Yeah, I'll be all right. Um, well, I guess I'll get through at least for now. Halloween. Yeah. But for all you people that have a difficult time getting through Halloween, we want to know why. Yeah. So, Jimmy, where could they find us to tell us how they feel about Halloween and all the other sad things about their life? Yeah, you guys have been slacking. We need more sad shit. So, Hell yeah. in order to get sad shit into our eye holes and ear holes, what you need to do is email us. If you still have one of those archaic things, just kidding, everyone has a fucking email, at civicempowerment <laughs> at gmail.com. Or you can like us on Fossa Bouquet, and you can send us a message on there. We'd love to hear from you. <laughs> and yep. uh, you make sure to uh, like us on the things. Maybe give us a review. We haven't we haven't started you know asking for reviews, but if you if you're listening and you like it, do that. That supposedly helps or something with making other people find it to listen. And yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, I don't, I don't know exactly how that works. Me neither. Yeah. I, I just heard other podcasters say that, so I think it's important. Yeah, leave us a review. Uh, tell other folks about us. Like, let everybody know just how sad the world can actually be. Right. Yeah. And also, silvery. <laughs> the linings. The silver lining that guides us all to the happy little points of life. Oh, how wonderful. Mm. Well, uh, I tell you what, everybody. I hope that you can uh, keep your head up. And we will catch you next time. Yeah, everybody have a super spoopy Halloween. And we will catch you next time. Ka-chow! Super spoopy. Bye-bye. They're eating the walls of our society.